0: Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, Is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when... Well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I am your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. Welcome to my new background, if you're watching on YouTube. I know, I know, there's always something new happening. <laughs> Don't worry, the podcast background is still in great living condition. I just thought I'd bring you into something new today, which is the backdrop for Radical Happiness for Practitioners, this amazing 12-week transformational program available to doctors and dentists everywhere to literally transform their lives to feeling and enjoying a life and a career of radical happiness. It's possible. Is radical happiness possible? Really possible in medicine and dentistry? Yes, it is. its Yes, it is. And so that's why I thought I'll come to you from this backdrop today because I wanted to just let you know about radical happiness. It started on January 29th, but if you're interested, please contact me. We're going to make a wait list for the next cohort. It is amazing and it will change your life. I promise. And actually, one of the things we talk about in radical happiness is what we're talking about today very appropriate for today's episode, which is learning to feel our feelings as healthcare professionals. It's so interesting because I think we train ourselves over decades from all the information society brings us or what we learned in medical and dental school. We train ourselves to push our feelings down every time we're feeling tired or overwhelmed we push through if something is fearful we plow through the fear if we're feeling sad we strap up our boots and keep going when patients say something that causes us to be angry we clamp up we even tell our team members who's heard themselves say this Leave your emotions and your drama at the door. When you come into work, you're professional. We're in present in the moment. Leave your feelings at the door. Leave your drama at the door. What's so interesting is sometimes we can't. And what is the power of allowing yourself to feel feelings? And can there be a different way? Is there a different way to not ask ourselves to push down how we feel? but actually allow ourselves to process through the emotions and get to the other side. And that's the superpower we're talking about in today's episode. Listening to our emotions, harnessing our emotions, honoring our emotions, feeling our feelings is a superpower. As a healthcare provider, as a leader, as a mom, as a dad, it is an absolute superpower. I'm sure you've all heard of this term emotional bypassing and wondered what is that? Well, emotional bypassing is talking about when we have a powerful emotion and we bypass it. We say, I don't have the time to feel this right now. Maybe we think I'm too scared to feel this right now. Maybe we feel like there's no time to feel this right now. And I'm going to tell you that when we honor those feelings we actually use them to our advantage walking through those feelings giving ourselves an opportunity to understand what's behind them dealing with it and then getting to the other side is actually the way to harness your incredible power of choosing how you want to feel so i talk about this in radical happiness for practitioners is we actually get to choose our thoughts And our feelings. It doesn't mean, however, that we bypass any feelings. Never. Paying attention to your feelings is critical. And then understanding them and working through them is the superpower. So you can get to the other side and choose again. This week, I was talking to an incredible client who is going to be joining us in radical happiness, um, if not this iteration, the next. And he was saying to me, you know, Taryn, I think I can't find happiness because I have been practicing not feeling any feelings for decades. That awareness was huge because when we don't allow ourselves to feel sad or angry or frustrated, it's not like we can just turn off one emotion. We stop ourselves from feeling, period. Of course, we can't feel happiness. And so we start to look for things like drastic things like, I just want to feel something. I want to jump out of an airplane. I want to buy an expensive car. I want to fly down a mountain. We start looking for resources to just feel something because we start to feel numb. When we numb out on those uncomfortable feelings, we numb out on the comfortable, exciting ones too. We lose that delicious flavor of the present moment. We lose that flavor of what we used to love in life and in the beauty and the sparkle of our loved one's eyes, right? We start to numb out because we're stopping ourselves from feeling. I thought that was a great realization of his. And, you know, it's amazing because I know that from my own experience. I did that. I used to think there wasn't enough time for my feelings, 100%. And, you know, I think as parents and team leaders, we we get it muddied because we think, well, I'm not going to yell at my kid when I'm angry. I'm not supposed to yell at my kid, this parental tantrum that everyone tells me yelling at kids is all about. I don't want to hurt them or abuse them in that way. I'm not going to yell at my team members when I'm angry. So what do I do with this anger? And so then we tell ourselves, no, 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 don't feel it. Just don't feel it. There is another way. I'm telling you it's important to feel it. I'm telling you that when you're tamping it down, you are actually giving an opportunity for it to come out sideways because isn't that what happens? We tell ourselves, I'm not going to feel this feeling of anger towards my team member, towards my patient, towards my kid. And I'm just not going to feel it. And then the next thing, it comes out sideways and it expresses itself in frustration, resentment. Maybe you get a little loud. I mean, how many times have I heard my kids say, Mom, you sound angry, and I'm not feeling angry, but man, maybe I didn't release that anger that I had yesterday and it's coming out sideways, or I'm being snippy, or I'm being unforgiving, unforgiving of others, unforgiving of myself. So I think another thing, another way that this shows up in our lived experience is exhaustion. You know, it's exhausting to stop yourself from feeling. It's exhausting to keep telling yourself, don't feel that, don't feel that, don't feel that. And we're human beings. Of course, we can gain greater perspective at any time. And I mean, you know, let's look at specifically at patients. Patience we can have, especially when we're dealing with teenagers, (laughs) I'm just going to say from my experience, teenagers can piss you off. They can. They're grumpy. They're sullen. They don't want to look you in the eye. You feel disrespected. Those are real feelings. Now we can go to a new perspective really quickly and we can say, you know what? This is a 14-year-old. Just he's living in fear. This is his coping mechanism. This is how he deals with the world. It's easier to stare down at his phone than to look me in the eye. It's safer. It's just how his trauma response is showing up in a fearful dental situation. So we can understand, but man, those emotions that are impacting us, that are brewing inside of us are real and they need a place and a time to be released. This is how we avoid emotional bypassing. So how does that look? Well, I love physical activity for this. I mean, I love the idea of finding a punching bag and punching it out. I do. There's something about that bicortical stimulation, both of your hands beating onto (laughs) a punching bag that feels really good. Or another one is literally sprinting as fast as you can up and down the street, like that exertion. I also, I I live in Maine and I have acres and acres and acres and acres of woods around me. So I love to go into the middle of the woods and just scream from the depths of my soul to get the anger out. And it's so interesting because often when we do something like that, it brings up a lot of emotion. I end up Balling my eyes out, crying, 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 and releasing that emotion. And that's another place that we need to, as men, as women, as non-binary folk, come very, very clear on the power of crying. Imagine it instead of an example of weakness or showing of weakness or over being overly emotional. Just imagine that your tears are literally allowing you to process feeling. I mean, I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm proud of my kids. I cry at the beauty of a sunshine. And then I just let the tears come out. I have learned to love my tears because it means my body is processing those emotions. It means I am in touch with how I feel, which is a superpower, a superpower. Because when we can be in touch with our emotions, we know our fears. Hey guys, I'm interrupting your podcast episode to let you know about an incredible new program that I'm launching in January of 2023. It is specifically for practitioners in medicine and dentistry to help you rediscover happiness and inner fulfillment within your profession and your life. I remember what it was like for me when years ago I was so depressed and anxious and feeling like I had created and built a treadmill I just couldn't get off of, pushing through every day and wishing my life away. This program is the how of how to find happiness in your practice and in your life. Because we know that when we feel good, that's when we can do good. Check out thebizofhappiness.com forward slash radical happiness, or click the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you there. When we can understand what our fears are, we can address them. When we say, oh, wait a minute, I recognize this emotion as fear, discomfort, Let me look underneath that and see what it's all about. And then I can understand myself better. Oh, this person isn't being aggressive towards me. The fear is just because she reminds me of somebody who wounded me years ago. Oh, Taryn, you can think about this differently. But it's that awareness of the fear that's so important. Being in touch with our emotions also helps us identify our desires. Amazing. How many people I say, what makes you happy? And I kid you not, and maybe this is your response right now, is I don't know. How many people say, Taryn, I don't even know anymore. I've been doing what makes other people happy for so long that I don't even know what makes me happy anymore. And please, in this moment, if you are hearing those words and thinking, oh my gosh, she just read my mind, sending you so much love. You are not alone. And getting in touch with your feelings will allow you to help identify that again. Could it be that for too long you have not allowed yourself to feel your feelings because you thought it was inappropriate, because you thought it was weak, because you thought it wasn't professional? And will you honor that? Give yourself compassion and forgiveness for it. Because, my friend, it is not your fault, it's what we've been taught. It's what we've been learning as, and we thought that by pushing our emotions down, we could be more successful, achieve more, be more efficient, and actually the opposite is true. When you start allowing yourself to really feel your feelings, you will be amazed at how you can get a ton more done in a much shorter time because all of those pent-up emotions are not muddying the water. You start to have clarity over the direction you're going in. You start to have clarity over the people you say yes and you say no to. You start having clarity over making decisions in your calendar and in your day, in the hours of your day. You start honoring the value of taking time for yourself to pay attention to those emotions. Having access to our feelings and paying attention to the power of our feelings also gives us insight into what is keeping us stuck. When you know, you know what, I've been trying to do this for years. I've been saying I'm going to write that book, or I've been saying I'm going to uh, fire that, that team member, or I've been saying I'm going to look for a new job, or I've been saying I'm going to take care of my body and I just don't do it. When we listen to our emotions, we start to understand what's keeping us stuck. What do you need? What emotions are coming up for you when you envision that new reality? Paying attention to our emotions also gives us permission to move through them. You know, I think one of the things I hear from, um, my coaching clients, is a fear of feeling certain emotions. One of the biggest ones that people are scared to feel is anger. And and please, I understand, because some of us have been the recipient of anger that felt unsafe and scary and maybe even traumatizing, maybe even physically dangerous. If you were at the hands of someone who was taking out their aggression on you physically, Of course, we have very big fear around anger. And some of us feel scared to actually feel angry. And processing through anger is one of the most important feelings to process through. I I don't know if you've ever heard of a rage room. I was talking to a client about this recently, but rage rooms are phenomenal. They're safe spaces for you to go and just get out your anger. Maybe you have one in your town. I, I have no <laughs> I have no stock in Rage Room, so it, whether you go or don't go is not going to increase my, my uh, financial portfolio. However, I will hugely support them in terms of their therapeutic benefit. You, it's, they literally have increments of 5, 10, 15 minutes. You're not in there long feeling your anger. But uh, giving yourself a space, a safe space, permission, and a certain amount of time to just get the anger out is enormously freeing. Feeling your feelings also allows us to experience that full range of emotions. So gives us the freedom when we felt the anger, processed it, gotten it out of our system. Now we can come back to clarity of our minds. We can choose a better feeling thought, and we can feel a better feeling. Feeling our feelings also makes us more courageous to face challenge. You know, it makes us a little bit more courageous to take on new enterprises, to start a new pursuit, to step into a new part of our lives It makes us not so stuck in our old ways. Because if I'm not afraid to feel scared or failure or anger, I'll try something and I'll see whatever happens. I'll, I'll work through it. I'll face it. I'll get to the other side because I've done it before and I have evidence of it. I was so angry last week. I allowed myself to be angry and I got through it and I came out the other side and I could see the clarity of the situation. Amazing. Feeling our feelings also allows for us to create the reality of our dreams. Because when we can feel feelings, we can use them as a superpower. What do I mean by that? We can start to identify what it is we want because that feels good. Then we can envision that possibility and bring the emotion into it to strengthen it in our resolve and in our opportunity to experience it in our life experience. Whoa. What did she just say? Those are a lot of big words. That is one of the big enormous superpower techniques I teach in Radical Happiness. How to imagine a phenomenal thing that you want in your life. I mean, an event, a material thing, a human being, um, you know, speaking on stage, traveling the world, um, living on a farm, you know, Finding your very best friend or your confidant or finding a new group of friends, like something that you're dreaming of and how to make it come into reality. Emotion is exactly the superpower we need to decrease the timeline between what you want and your experience or manifestation of it, even in medicine and dentistry. <sighs> so when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling unhappy, when you can identify what it is that you want, we use emotion to grease the wheels, to make us get to that new space quicker. Ha ha. That is cool. And if you want to know how to do that, you got to join me in radical happiness. (laughs) Because it is a practice and it is something that we incorporate into our daily vision work which is another amazing practice that i teach in radical happiness for practitioners for the purposes of this episode i think my biggest goal for this for this episode is to give you permission to feel your feelings we are human beings who feel that is it we have feelings and expecting ourselves to turn our feelings off is Absolutely doing ourselves and the people around us a disservice, even as the doctor. In fact, I'm going to say, especially as the doctor. We have to get so good at being in touch with our own feelings and knowing how to process through them as doctors, as healers, as leaders of our patients' healing, as leaders of our team members, as leaders of our families. As leader of our leaders of our own dreams, being able to recognize, honor, respect, and work through our feelings is possibly one of the most important parts of living a life of happiness. Well, there you go. Just imagine, imagine where ev- a world where every feeling you had was permissible where you could actually give yourself an opportunity to process those feelings, to understand what it says about your deeper thought patterns and belief structures, and then to choose a new way, choose a new belief system, choose a new thought pattern so that you can experience the feelings that you want to feel without bypassing the feelings that are coming up for you. I mean, that's a superpower. That's a superpower. And it's possible. And you deserve to feel your feelings, always. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for being available to new perspective. Thank you for honoring yourself and for recognizing that you are a human being and human beings have emotions. (laughs) Imagine that. You're spectacular and your body and your nervous system and your brain are doing exactly as they should. They are giving you emotions. (laughs) <laughs> and those emotions have great power for you, insight for you, and you can use them to your best lived experience. I love you so. Thank you for all the work you're doing in this world. And remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. When you prioritize your own happiness and healing, you can be better for everyone else. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a colleague and elevate their day. And if you'd like more insight and support, join me in our private Facebook group, the Business of Happiness Hive. And until next time, remember when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye bye.